brother, thank you for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Talking to a stranger about CrossFit, about uh, all things uh, functional movement, fitness, mental health, and a little bit of shit chat in there as well, mate. So I uh, appreciate right? it a lot. Absolutely. Mate, what, how do you get into this thing? Uh, well, um, I think like most, most CrossFit athletes, uh, you get kind of bored with, uh, the traditional lifting that I was doing. So I was just doing, you know, bench press, tricep extensions, bicep curls, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, actually saw it, uh, on TV, on ESPN, um, in 2000, must have been 2012 or something like that, maybe. And, uh, you can see my, my workout log that I used to keep just kind of progress from traditional lifting to maybe at the end of my lifting session, it'll be like a 10 minute AMRAP into two or three AMRAPs in that, that session. And then just all CrossFit. So it's just, uh, something new, something exciting and, uh, you know, drink the Kool-Aid. That's it, man. You get that bug, right? You get that. You get bitten by the bug, I should say. And it's like there's sure, no sure. going back, man. Right. I mean, um, don't get me wrong. Traditional workouts in the weight room, you know, the five by fives, the uh, bodybuilding style training is fantastic. And I think a lot of CrossFitters, especially that athlete side, they need to implement that in the training, right? But yep. to do that five, six days a week some double days for those mm. for those crazy folk out there. Yep. Um yeah, it gets a little tedious and sometimes you just want to get smashed in the face with a with a kettlebell right. or a barbell, right? Right. Yeah, it's just a little bit more exciting, you know. 100%. Did you yeah. uh did you do any sport growing up? Yep. Baseball, basketball, football. Wow. Pretty much uh since I from 6 till after high school. Did you think um was it an easy transition from those into into CrossFit? Or or was it an easier transition from those into the traditional uh um, training? Yeah, I would say I would say my athletic background helped me a lot more in CrossFit than it did in in the lifting mm -hmm. traditional stuff. Yeah, for sure, man. That's something yeah. that I end up finding as well is when when people come into the gym and you know they've They've had a their history of being an athlete, for example, right? Whether it's yeah. American football, like European football, like rugby, lacrosse, baseball, whatever it is, right? Even swimming, gymnastics, they get that little bug of like, oh, it's a bit of competition, but also like there's things that I'm bad at. You know, yep. if you're bad at traditional um weight room training, i.e. the the bodybuilding style stuff, if you're bad at that, that usually means you're gonna end up getting injured, right? Because right, right. How can you be bad at it? Well, usually you just move it poorly, and then then that's the recipe for disaster. So sure. you, you see a movement, you might not have a muscle up, you might not be able to walk on your hands. Most people can't when they first walk into a CrossFit gym, right? You right. Might not be able to right. snatch because overhead mobility, like me, was basically an incline bench press. And sure. I'm like, well, okay, let's let's figure this out so then we can do those movements, and then you got like objective data, clear objective data. Not because of the numbers or the sets and reps and the tempo and stuff, but because you can actually do do more shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. It's cool, man. for sure. You uh, Did you, you, what, what Sorry, was man. your uh, 
what's your sports background? Oh, I swam as a kid, like okay. as a as a right young kid, and then I played rugby union. Um, that nice. was my main thing. Um, I liked to uh, I like to hit people, and also yeah, yeah. Um, I was a little bit of a heavier bloke. So if I jumped in the water, the water jumped out. Um, <laughs> so me and swimming didn't really go hand in hand. You know, sure. you could uh, I could get away with it when we're a little bit younger and I can I can power through the water. Um, especially on like breaststroke, I can just kind of use a little bit more of the mass on the upper body yeah. um, and, and power through the water. But then when everybody started getting a little bit longer, the wide, uh, the uh, yeah. wingspan started uh, getting a little bit further, they're, they're just zipping through this water, mate. And I'm like, no, no, this is, this is not the spot for me anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> Plus chasing an egg around the pitch, getting covered in mud, and smacking some other fellas was was quite appealing to me, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, what's better than that? You know, you get to roll right. around exactly. in the mud, you know, and yep. uh, freeze your nuts off, and then <laughs> eight yeah. dudes just smash into each other, and we call it sport, I guess. Yeah, right, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. Good shit. Do you, uh, you own an affiliate too, right? I do. Which, uh, give it a shout out. CrossFit Soulfire. Oh man. Did you did you purchase that or did you found it? Yeah, we found it. Wow. Yeah, my so wife and I. Talk to me about the journey of that, man. I'm I'm fascinated at how people kind of pull the plug and be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's pull the pin out of this grenade and let's uh, let's, let's bite the bullet and yeah. start a gym. It's 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 a Yeah, it was gym, a, right? it was actually very easy for us. We uh we both worked at a traditional global gym. Um that my wife's dad owned. Um, we worked there for 15 years or so. And um, I was the head personal trainer over there. And she was the uh, personal training manager, which was really nice because she could just feed me people, you know? Yeah. And then uh, he, uh, her dad, my father-in-law decided to um, that he was done with it and wanted to sell. And we were growing out of the space that we, uh, we're using for our personal training studio. I was actually doing a lot more, um, like group training, you know, five people or, or so at a time. And, um, I, by, by the time we were leaving, I was at like 42 clients Wow. and, uh, we just decided he was selling and we were ready to kind of expand. And I had been doing CrossFit and made it to the games, uh, once, um, and, it just made sense to to try and open up a, a CrossFit gym. Found a great space. We were lucky enough to uh, be able to open the doors with, you know, 30 or 40 people right away, uh, which is not very common. So we're, we really lucked out with that. But yeah, like you said, pull the plug and uh, just dive into it. And uh, I think next month we hit our four-year mark. Wow. So yeah, pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty cool uh, environment. The the people, you know, the community is is just outstanding. So, uh, pretty easy move for us. Hundred percent, man. But I wouldn't say yeah. it was luck. You know, you put in fifteen years of work, true, you know, developed true. rapport with all those people, and 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 they trust you clearly because they mm -hmm. came over with you. You know, and then yep. yeah, you got new members and and stuff like that. You built it, and they came, which is great. Mm -hmm. But um, 
Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. Like, were you were yeah. you PT in uh, when you were at the games? Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's a big commitment, man. A lot of people want like yeah. five a.m. trainings, you know. And it's like, well, I also need eight hours, nine hours, ten hours of sleep. You know, that's right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a cool journey. It, it was, you know, the, my first year at the games, I was, uh, it was the first year they had the masters 35 to 39 division. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to go and compete with people like Chris Spieler and, uh, uh, Kyle Kasperbauer and, um, Neil Maddox, go, people like that, that are OGs. Uh, it was pretty, pretty cool experience. Proper OGs, those names, man. Yeah, absolutely. I remember so, uh, watching those those videos like years before I even started CrossFit. Right. You know, it was just like, no, no, what is what is this crazy shit they're doing? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, right? why is everybody so jacked? And then you got this tiny guy who's pushing this, like, how much is that? Like, and he's pushing the sled. It's like, this doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like he can out scrummage me and I probably weigh double his body weight, you know? Yes. He's yeah. And the cool thing about him, Chris Beeler, is he's super cool. Yeah. Really, really nice guy. Not uh not arrogant or anything like that. So that was very uh very cool to see. Yeah, I really love watching his um like coaches need coaches, right? And we should always Correct. be trying to upskill uh our craft it is the pursuit of excellence at the end of the day and it's a it's an art form. you know it's just sharpening the axe every day um yep. and i love to i love to watch his his videos because he's got a special way of how he like holds himself in mm-hmm. those class environments right and and the way he coaches and i think it's i think it's real cool man what's yeah, the uh absolutely. what's the biggest thing coaching as you has taught you um patience <laughs> i was yeah. i'm not a very wasn't not uh traditionally a very patient uh person so um being able to uh, work on that over the years has been good for for my coaching and good for my home life as well you know uh just taught me a lot crossfit is is more than just like you know banging barbells around and stuff like that you just you without you knowing it, what you learn inside the walls of a CrossFit gym and the community, without you knowing it, you go and apply that stuff outside of the gym. So just really, really awesome. Oh, yeah. You learn so much about people, right? We kind of initially get into this business. Yeah, okay, like to help people, granted. Like you you have to have some sort of want to help people to work in the right. fitness industry. Otherwise you're just, you're, you're blind, your head's in the sand and you're not going to make it. Right. Um, but at the same time, we get into this learning all about facts and figures and how the body moves and studies and all that. And you're like, great, but now we have to apply it. You know, right. coaching is the application of knowledge and then being able to change it and adapt it to the individual in front of you um, or the room, the group of individuals in front of you. Right. Uh, that so those social skills that you learn is yeah it's crazy yeah absolutely yeah. how many members you got now um i think we're at 120 or so wow. 
Yeah. It's a good number. So, yeah, it's a good number. You know, I ideally when we first moved over too, we have a our our space is um six thousand square feet total, but there's four thousand for the big room and then um a separate two thousand, um, which when we first came over was um a personal training studio mm. type deal. Mm. And we still u- utilize it as that, but we don't have as many personal training clients as mm. we had when we moved over. But we do the small group, um, like boot camps and stuff uh, on the smaller side. And it's separate, totally separate from the CrossFit area, um, which is a little bit less uh, scary for people, you know, when they first come in. But what they don't know is that the boot camp is still CrossFit, but it's not called CrossFit. So um, anyways, we have a little bit kind of an older older crowd doing more of the boot camp stuff. Um, but then they get funneled into the CrossFit eventually. So pretty cool, easy, easy way to uh, get started without um, thinking that you're doing what those crazy people on TV are doing. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Sometimes you got to meet yeah. people where they're at, you know, it's like, yep. we, we know they're going to benefit from it. And right, we know right. it's all relative, you know, high intensity yep. is relative. And, you're not going to come in. I'm going to give you a 40 kilo barbell and tell you to throw it above your head. You know, right. like some people aren't even going to touch a barbell for a while. And that's all right. You know, it's Correct. like, we're just going to move around and have fun and get a high five or a fist bump and learn something new and go yep. home and come back again the next day. But sometimes you gotta, you gotta trick them. Right. And it's like, don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Guys. Yeah. It's a boot camp. Like, Oh, I can do a boot camp. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But you're in a CrossFit affiliate. You're yep. in the next room you're basically doing the same thing. You're just not going on the rings and you're doing a workout called Fran or Cindy or Diane. And you're like, exactly. Okay, guys. Yeah. It's funny how people are like that. Yeah, man. It's just kind of breaking that, uh, that stereotype, I guess. And that's um, part of our job. Unfortunately, I think it's a fascinating thing to navigate and it's quite interesting, but it's also a pain in the ass sometimes because you're like, it can be. Yeah. Can you just walk through the door, team, so then I can help you? Because if you don't, I can't. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I follow you around in the gym. I'm doing my job. I follow you around outside. You start calling 911, you know? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. (laughs) It's a a bit of a weird one. So, dude, like community, community in the gym. Yeah. How do you keep that fire stoked? Uh, It's tough some days. You know, you know, with, I think with any, any kind of a community, whether you're in a CrossFit gym or a, um, a work environment or anything like that, there's going to be clicks, right? Uh, people that, that like to stick together and, and stuff like that. But I have found that, uh, you know, and mostly it's, it's like the 430 group is that's a click. And then the 330 group, much different. Um, but anyways, I, I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, it starts with, with me as the owner and my wife as the, as the owner, um, being, making sure that that stuff doesn't happen too much, uh, to where it's, you, people feel like they can't talk to a certain group. So I, I try and, and somehow during the class, 
bring two clicks together and yeah. talk to them at the same time. Um, and then besides that kind of stuff, uh, we try and do a lot of, um, like the Friday night lights is very, very good for community. And we try and have like potlucks and things like that, you know, after a Friday night workout or, or whatever. But I seem that seems to help a lot. Just getting, um, getting the three thirty and four thirty people to come to one place and eat and drink and, you know, talk and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we try and do a lot of that kind of stuff too. Yeah, for sure, man. That's all going to help. Sometimes yeah. they just need a little push in the right direction, right? Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's kind of like a, a forced cooperation and uh, yep. we just call it community building. Correct. You know? And it's like, no, no, grab a body that you don't know or, you know, all those right. little little nuanced tricks and uh, tips that you can use. But I think those community days are really cool, man, when everybody just goes yeah. for food. You know, and yes. I think a Friday is always great. Yeah. You know, it's like, Tim, if you got a smoking hot date to go to, no problem. See you later. But if you don't, let's just walk across the road and grab a pint or like a coffee yep. or let's go get a bite to eat if you're not doing anything. You know, everybody's yep. going to come in all sweaty. You know, nobody's got dressed up in their ones. Right, right. And it's, uh, yeah, it just kind of brings that atmosphere down in a sense of a lot of people are in the corporate scene, you know, and they have to be and do a certain thing and yeah. be a certain way. And you're like, guys, you can do whatever the fuck you want now. Like, do yes. be yourself. You know, we love you regardless. Um, right. And let's just kind of de-stress because life's stressful enough as it is, right? And I think uh, the, the, the CrossFit community can can be something to help to pull you out of that you know yeah yes it, it's a it's a really really beautiful thing you know when you especially like um somebody that joins and they're very very shy and standoffish and uh don't say much for the first six months yeah and then all of a sudden they hit a pr or they get a bar muscle up or they get a pull up or whatever it may be and then, you know, the excitement starts. And then from there, then you see them blossom and like spread their wings. And all of a sudden, uh, Tammy, that's 43, has never gotten a pull-up before or worn a shirt that shows her belly button. And then she gets some confidence and all of a sudden she's she's wearing CrossFit clothes. That's, I think that is the coolest thing ever. You know, when, when something like that happens, it's just, it, it's why we do what we do, I guess. It's exactly so, why we do what we do, man. You know, yeah. yeah okay. In the, in the grand scheme of things, we're trying to fight chronic disease. We're trying to yeah. uh, make people harder to kill. We're trying to, uh, you know, rehab from, from certain injuries. We're trying to, yeah. um, do all that stuff. But at the same time, like we're building confidence, you know, and yep. um, I actually, actually made a comment. I think it was this week. Maybe it was late last week uh, in a class. It was, a, it was an absolute sucker of a workout. One of those where you're like, like you just feel so beat up and your lungs are burning. <laughs> and one of those, right. Just an absolute sucker. Yep. And I was like, team, like, I, I want you to attack it this way. And they're like, that, that sounds, that sounds rough coach. And I'm like, yeah, man, it is. And that's exactly why we're doing it because you're going to learn how to deal with some anxiety and some stress. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is a controlled environment in 
has as controlled as it can be, right? When you're right. obviously moving around. But this is a controlled environment. Plus, you've got a set of eyes that is keeping you safe. You know, um, and if things start getting a little weird, I can I'm gonna I'm gonna step in and be like, yo, calm down now, right? That's enough. But I want you to freak yourself out, freak that body out physiologically, and then your mind has got to deal with that stress, right? So then when we go outside and we go into the life, whatever happens, we're a little bit more prepared. Just a little bit. Yeah. Maybe one percent, maybe it's ninety percent. But we're a little bit more prepared, and hopefully we don't freak out. Hopefully we don't think about the, uh, oh, yeah. you know, the the permanent decision from a uh, short term problem, right? And mm-hmm. we can kind of be a bit more resilient, a little bit harder to kill, a little bit more confident in our own ability. I like it. And you know, people get it from different things, right? We we chose the crossfit right. thing. You know, some people get it from swimming. Some people get it from zumba. Some people get it from run club. You know book club, whatever it is, yep. painting, you go find your thing. You know, I'm a, obviously I'm a massive advocate of frigging CrossFit, I'm a massive advocate of doing your thing. Do whatever the right, hell you right. want to do. Whatever yep. it is, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, don't just think we're completely biased and, and blind to everything else because we train right. other things too and like to. You know, it's not just like, oh, no, I'm not going to go play flag football at the weekend because right. I'm a CrossFit. You're like, no, dude, like, Go have fun, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Play new sports, right? Play new sports. That's an OG right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still play. I mean, I've been playing softball, slow pitch, uh, men's league softball for, I don't know, 25, 28 years or something. Um, so I've been playing that. I play. I still play basketball. Um, I don't play football because there's no – I would play some flag football if they had it around here. But – uh, they don't have anything like that here. So, but yeah, just, you, you gotta keep, yeah, it broaden your, you gotta be outside of just CrossFit, right? Yeah. You have to, yeah. You know, and I think, um, I think we can't lose the beauty of play, you know? Right. Um, I think we grow old because we stop playing, not we, we stop playing because we grow old. hundred percent. And, um, I think people like yourselves, coaching and owning affiliates out there around the world, they're proving that stereotype to be incorrect because you've got members coming in in their 50, 60, 70s, 80s, 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Doing yeah. shit that late 20-year-olds can't do, early 30-year-olds, yeah, 40-year-olds can't do. And you're like, yes. what is going on? Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty cool too. It's- I think our oldest... Our oldest member is 72, I think. Wow, bro. Um, and our youngest member is 16. Well, youngest full CrossFit member is uh, 16. We have a kids class too. But um, so that that age range is is wild, right? Like they're doing the same thing, the same workout. Whether it's RX or scaled, it's, it's you're getting the same benefit out of it. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man, they're hitting the same intended stimulus in a different way, right? Correct. You know, you they might not be using the same apparatus. They might not be doing the same stuff, but like they're getting the same stuff. And that's Absolutely. the most important thing. Yep. You know, I, I still, I always think back, probably think about this once every like couple of weeks. A gym years ago I was coaching at where there was, there was an athlete who had 
both bad shoulders and one bad knee. She was absolutely buggered, right? And I'm like, right, okay, how are we going to navigate this? All right, sweet, you're going to do X, Y, Z. You're going to implement this. You're going to scale that, right? I had like a 65-year-old lady in there, and then I also had a lad who was doing bar muscle-ups. And, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of people, this is just a standard class. And a lot of the time it is, but I think it was the first class where I stood back and I just kind of witnessed the room as a whole, just seeing people do all this crazy epic shit. And then everybody just got a, a fist bump at the end and the scores on the whiteboard. And you're just like, this is, this is kind of cool. This. Yeah. Like people getting the same result from doing right. different things in the same community, in the same room from the same people. And you're like, wow, yeah, this is cool. I can get on board yeah. with this. It, for yeah, that it's just it's so cool uh, when when that kind of stuff happens. I love it when there's, I love it when there's the the 16 year old and a 60 year old in the same class. I, I just love sitting back, like you just said, uh, sitting back and just just looking at what's happening in the class and the how they're doing the same thing but they're not, you know, they're getting the same stimulus, like you said before too. And it's, it's crazy that you can, you can have that happen. There's not many things that you can, like, you can't go and play rugby against a 65 year old. Uh, that's just, I mean, you could, but it's, they're probably going to get hurt Yeah. unless they crossfit, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> maybe but we're going to get it's hurt. A, yeah. It's a pretty <laughs> cool thing uh, to see, see kind of, that kind of stuff happen uh, day in and day out. Yeah, dude, talk about social inclusion, you know? Right. Like, yeah. um, I kind of put it in the, the least poetic way possible quite often is, I don't give a fuck who you are, just walk through the door and I'll help you. Guaranteed. You know, and, and that's yep. kind of that's kind of it. And it's not all, it's not just me, and I'm not just blowing me trumpet, it's all the other coaches, and it's also the members too, right? Like, right. they, right. them just being around and throwing down. Like yep. that sixty-something-year-old seeing the six, uh, the sixteen-year-old, like coming in, throwing down, gets rid of the misconception of all oh, these kids are just either on their phones or on the street, right? Right. And then the sixteen-year-old, I don't know, maybe can learn some things probably. from somebody in their sixties, probably a couple <laughs> things, you know. And you're just like, ah, oh, okay, maybe there's some mistakes that I'm not gonna make you know, because of this life lesson that they learned from this person themselves or whatever. And it's sure. like, yeah, it's that age old thing of, I think the youth need to spend more time with uh, people of their grandparents age. Yeah. You know, cause you just yep. learn from it. Yeah. Okay. The times have changed and all that. Great. Fantastic. Technology is a massive deal. Okay, cool. But learn life from. Right. And having a space that is inclusive um, the shutter door is always open. You know, there's always going to be a smile on somebody's face in there. Yeah, okay, yep. somebody's going to give you the middle finger because you've programmed Fran, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'm also going to give me myself the middle finger when you jump into a class or you do it in an open gym time. You're like, oh, yeah. man, why did I do this? <laughs> well, yeah. everybody's in that common struggle, you know, and I think, yeah, you know, to make it an extreme example, when is morale one of the highest right is in times of sometimes of times of war why because it's a common struggle right 
you know, everybody kind of gets around each other, that patriotism. And I mean, there's pros and cons to that, but it's an extreme example. But it's just like a little replica of we're all in this thing together, you know, and we're all in this thing called life together, but we're also just going to like get in this pain cave for 60 minutes, you know, right. and then feel this sense of accomplishment internally that you can't really replicate, nor can you quite communicate it in the most perfect way but everybody feels it and everybody's just kind of smiling and then it's just this beautiful thing man i just get yeah. fired up i'm sorry dude no doubt for real yeah we always say you know if you can if you can make it through the door let us take care of the rest just get here and and also you know the there's no way that you aren't going to benefit if you just show up, just show up. That's it. Stay for the, come for the workout, stay for the community. You're good. Make it through the door. You can make it through the day, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the, the benefit you get, like physically, yeah, great. And that is the kind of poster boy sure. slogan, you know? And you look good naked, which is always always a bonus, right? That's a plus. That's, That's a plus. A, it's a great plus. But at the same time, I, I can't I can't drop this thing of the, the benefits people get upstairs, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is the biggest thing. And I think we need oh, to by far. I think we need to shout that from the heavens a little bit more because you know, those of us who are still in that cloud or are still feeling like they're drowning. Um, a little bit too anxious to walk through that door, right? And you're like, right. I'm going to guarantee you everybody in this room comes here for this upstairs. Yeah, okay, yep. this is cool. You know, you got to, it's like the sports psychology of, of professional athletes. Why do they do what they do? A lot of them either have addictive personality, you know, they've got mm-hmm. childhood trauma, whatever. You want to dive into that mega, perfect. You know, it's like, so, we've all got this upstairs. Um, yeah we're all yeah. in this fight together you know so so cool yeah it is it's awesome brother i got three questions hit me what's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received life advice Ooh. let's see um probably something my dad has has said to me <clears throat> something like to the effect of uh just work hard and yeah, I mean, you work hard, things are going to happen. Agreed. You know, something like that. Agreed. I think, um, I think hard work is always the answer, no matter what the question is. Yeah. Agreed for sure. Yeah. And even if, even if you're in the wrong spot, in the wrong job, in the wrong place, in the wrong relationship, friendship, whatever, doing the wrong thing, fucking work out of it. Usually, it diverts you somewhere else and that takes you somewhere else. And then after 15 steps, you find where you're supposed to be. Right. Right. You're just half-assed it. Someone might not have given you that opportunity, you know, hundred percent. Definitely. What's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received? Mm. Worst piece. Uh, let's see. Probably something uh one of my old friends um probably has said to me 
maybe something to the effect of uh, just go for it. And, the, and there's, I mean, there's a different let's go for it and let's go for it, you know, uh, let's go for it in a good way, meaning that you have a plan intact uh, and you are going to do something step-by-step step instead of uh, just go for it and just wing it and see what the fuck happens, mm. you know? So two different, two different meanings to that. Just go for it. Um, but that's probably some bad advice uh, mm. if I don't have a plan intact. Interesting. All right. Last question. What are the three words you tell your younger self? Mm. Don't do drugs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that would be something uh, that I, I wish I could take back. Right. We all made mistakes, man. Right. Yeah. But I, but what I did was I went for it with a plan and, uh, I worked hard. Yeah. So full circle. Bingo. May I love it. Yeah. Brother, thank you so much for your time. It's been an honor. And a privilege, yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It was fun. It's good. Always, always welcome to talk shop with me, son. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I, I checked out your Instagram. Uh, I crept, I was creeping on you a little bit, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. You, uh, how long have you been doing CrossFit? Uh, eight years, nine years. Okay. Maybe. Sweet. Maybe. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, if, if there's ever, uh, a time we want to shoot the shit again, uh, let me know. Brother, you know where I am now, man. You are always, always welcome. And if I ever find myself out in the Midwest, uh, no, like nibbling on some corn or something, I'll, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'll make sure to hit you up. I've never been in North Dakota, so. Okay, cool. One day I'm going to have to. Now i got a yeah. friend. Yes, sir. i got a friend and a place to do fitness. I mean, what more can you want? There you go. There it is. Perfect, man. Brother, thank you so much. We'll speak soon. Absolutely. Sounds good, buddy. My man. Peace, uh, right. peace and love to all the community here. Soul fire, right? Yes, sir. There go. Peace and all love right. to you, man. Uh, Same to hopefully you, man. I'll uh, drop in soon. Okay, sounds good, buddy. All right, man. All right. Bye, everybody.